Back issues. I'm Tiffany. I'm Sal. And I'm Ethan. And today we're going to be doing a tiny book. Oh. Mm. That is like, okay. So here's the thing, like alternate universes in comic books, alternate timelines, alternate stories. It's a thing, yes. right? It happens all the time, right? You get like a book yes. doesn't take place in the main continuity. That's right. right. This book does, but it doesn't. Mm. And I'm going to explain why. The book we're going to be covering is. Green Lantern Superman, Legend of the Green Flame. Everybody get your Acquisitions Incorporated jokes out of the way. I know it's all I can think of, because they have a running gag where when you say Green Flame, the audience goes, Green, Green Flame. Flame! It's written by Neil Gaiman, and, and art is done by Friends, because there are friends? a lot of artists friends. who work on this book. So before we jump into this, we're gonna need a little backstory on it, which okay. luckily this book, there's a forward and an afterward. And if you pick this book up, which if they sell it anywhere, I got this for a quarter. Nice. In uh, During free comic book day sales in like the dollar back issue spin, there were a quarter. I got this for a quarter and it's a crime that I got this for a quarter. Mm, I yeah. should have paid more they for that. They should have paid you, you a off. quarter. No, what? I ripped them off. No, no, <laughs> no, I'm the thief. <laughs> if you do pick this up, Read the forward, read the afterward. Totally worth it. Great stories. Because the forward's done by Neil Gaiman. Naturally. Nice. And the afterward's done by Mark Wade. Oh. And there's a reason for that. Because does everybody remember a time when Action Comics didn't come out monthly? Instead, it was called Action Comics Weekly. No. So no. in the 80s, around like May 1988, they were like, let's do a weekly book. And it'll be Superman and a bunch of other vignettes in it. It, it ceased to be kind of, well, it hadn't been a Superman book on its own for a while at that point or for a bit. Mm -hmm. They were trying things out. Superman, other people were coming in. Focused well, it's on Action it. Comics, not Superman. Yeah, exactly. Right. So Later they, on, they would call it Action Comics featuring Superman. Right. So. Right, so this though led, led up to them like, let's try a weekly thing, right? So we'll have yeah, let's like- let's overwork our creators. <laughs> exactly. So the Superman will be in there and Green Lantern will be in there and the Blackhawks and Phantom Stranger and Phantom Lady and all a bunch of other people, right? Everyone's they're all, favorites. They're all gonna be in there, right? Mm -hmm. Green Arrow will be there, Black Canary, whatever, right? We're gonna do that. We'll do a book once a week. And Mark Wade was an editor at the time and he was working on that book, right? Mm -hmm. That went on till about March of 1989, mm. when they were approaching March of 1989, they're like, we, nobody wants this and we can't do this. <laughs> right. It's too hard Who's and nobody for? cares, yeah. right? right? So after that, well, they- just not. Right, they just, re, they <laughs> just kept, not. they kept the numbering, by the way, which is how I actually got to 1,000 so quickly. <laughs> there's a, there's like, literally this went up for like 40 issues or so. Yeah, that's how Spider-Man got to 800 so fast as Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, so they had like an extra like, 30 issues just kind of slapped in there uh -huh. over the course of this time period, yeah. right? Okay. Um, so they're like, all right, we need to bring this to a close, right? So Mark Waite's sitting there and he's just like, hmm, who am I going to get to close this out? You know what? I'm going to call up Neil Gaiman and see if he wants to write an issue. Which should really be like everyone's go-to anytime well, they want to wrap at, something up. At the time, all right, so here's what's weird about like the timeline on oh, this. Because yeah. it is 89, and that's when Sandman comes out, right? But I guess the timing on when it was written, at the beginning of this, Gaiman, who wrote this like forward in, like, I guess, 2000, 99-ish, right? Says that it was pre-Sandman. 
Hmm. So I'm like, I'm not really sure the timing on this or if he's like saying pre-Sandman. Like maybe he wrote it before he started working on Sandman? Or maybe it's like before it was really published or it was like before a certain part happens. Because there is a section that he refers to very specifically. So I'm not sure if that's what he's talking about. Like those issues hadn't come out yet. Okay. So Neil's really known for, at this point, his work on a book called Black Orchid, which I actually picked up and I haven't had a chance to read yet and I can't wait because um, it's like a Vertigo-ish book where he's exploring the nature of the green and other such things, right? Mm. And it's kind of cool, and I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great, you right? Are you familiar with the green? What? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. And we did... Uh... Yes, we did Witching Hour, and we talked about the green. Right, yes. And, I probably, was and probably something else. Yes, yes. Um, so, um, so Neil is known for that. That book hadn't come out yet, but he'd written it. So Wade was like, let's let's see if Neil wants to write it. And it's like, I want you to write the end of this. And like they played around with some ideas. Neil took that within a week, had a script, sent it off. Yep. Wade loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And was like, all right, let's 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 make this happen, right? Then Wade's like, so you, what you're gonna wanna do is you wanna send this off to Mike Carlin. I think. Oh. Neil sent it off. He went off to like Milford on the Sea, a convention for writers. And while he was there, he spent an afternoon on the on the phone, on a payphone in a hallway, yes. talking to Mike Carlin on the phone, who was like, there's a problem. Okay. And here's the problem. It's 1989. A couple of years ago, from that point, what had just happened to DC? They had the reboot with Crisis. On they Amber had Earth. their crisis, uh. right? Everybody had been kind of trying to make their way as to what was in continuity and what was not in continuity at yes. that point. Mm -hmm. But from the time it took Gaiman to get the assignment, write the story, and send it off, they had made a decision. Wow. And that decision destroyed the script. Oh. oh. So Mike Carlin was like, maybe we could do this other thing? Uh, like maybe you could just write something else. Sorry yeah. you wasted your time. Well, because like here's the thing. Mark Wade didn't have the heart. He says that. He's like, my philosophy on being an editor was that like I just got the hell out of your way. Well, let it ride. Yeah, let it ride. Let That's it not a good idea. But like with Neil Gaiman, it is a kind of a good idea. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, well because. Yeah, but not you, after a crisis. So, no, but, and you no but that was the thing. It wasn't, it was a miscommunication and it wasn't something that was Fine, like finalized as a decision mm. until that time period. It was already written. Until he was right. physically unable to protest. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like Mark Wade, I think also was like, I don't want to be the bad guy. I'll let right. Mike Carlin be the bad guy. Right. Um, and here is what the the issue was. They decided that no one except for a few people would know the secret identity of Superman. Right. Oh. Yeah. This what? book. Is the conceit of it is that Green Lantern knows the <laughs> secret identity of Superman. Right. Which, like, who cares? Because it's important, because it's meant to be. All right, so in Green Lantern's continuity, during not continuity necessarily, but like in his run, like in 88, they canceled Green Lantern. Yeah. They're like, screw this, it sucks. Because, like, <laughs> originally for a while, they tried to make it where it was like Green Lantern and Green Arrow, and it was mostly a Green Arrow book. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then they were like, okay, wait, no, hang on, we'll, we'll make it a Green Lantern book. And then it was doing terribly, and they were like, mm. well, we'll just cancel it. And the only way you could get the Adventures of Green Lantern was in the Action Comics Weekly. Uh -huh. So it focused a lot on him. Uh. In this, Green Lantern has like an existential crisis or like a crisis of faith where like he's like, what is, what, what is my point? I don't understand. Like, do I suck? Right. Like, I suck. I, I can't sell a book. The worst. So then like he tried to like get in contact with all these heroes and nobody would talk to him. They were all like, too busy for him or whatever, which <laughs> drove him down to a really low place, right? Wow. The conceit of that is this happened. 
Because it did, because Neil Gaiman read that, and he paid attention to it. He's like, I'm going to use that in this book. Okay. So he's just like, like Green Lantern has to go to, to Clark, and Clark's got to be like, uh, dude, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you. Right. Like, that was really crappy of me. <laughs> yeah, what did he send a letter? But what like, he... the point is that like Green Lantern's at a low point, and that like he has to have like this moment with his friend, basically. Yeah. You need to have established that friendship. Sure. So like, Mike Cron's like, maybe they could have met at like a like a like a superhero battle or something. I don't know, right? Yeah. And Neil's like, that's not gonna work. No. So they paid Neil for the script, and that was it. And then they, and they put it away. Wow. And they had someone else write it. Oh, the wrap up oh, the, for action. The wrap comedy. up for yeah. action, yeah, I'm sure and it's that totally was it. Different. It's totally different. Yeah. Hmm. So let's cut to. Neil Gaiman's written Sandman. He's in the midst of writing it. Karen Berger wants to put out a Midnight Collection anthology thing. She's like, Neil, can I use your, like, you know, your, like, sample script? Like, he had a sample script that he, like, used to prove that he could write. <laughs> can I put that in there? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, and I might have something else for you. So he calls up Mike Carlin. He's like, hey, would it be cool if we published this? Like, could we actually publish the script, like, now? Like, yeah, now that like, I'm a big deal? Does, no, like, does <laughs> continuity allow for that? Like, is that all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, let me give you the name of an editor who's just coming to work for us. And, like, that's great, and, like, we'll go on for that. Problem is, DC doesn't have a, a copy of that script anymore. We lost it. Right. Uh, and Neil's like, I don't have a copy of that script. Oh, my God. because <laughs> yeah, he wrote it on a typewriter because it's 1980 friggin' He's knowledge. like, I don't, I don't have a copy of this script. I, I, I don't know what happened. A friend of his, Brian Hibbs, he gave a copy oh, to Brian it. Hibbs, yeah. A copy of it to him at a Comic Con. Oh, he cool. doesn't have a copy of yeah. it, but he copied it and gave it to someone else, and that guy had it. What? So they insane. got it. They they tracked it down. They got it, and they published it. Okay. Wow. And here it so is. So this is the original finally. script. What I think is so interesting about this is, in light of what's been going on in recent comic book news with Tom King being kicked off of a book. Yeah. This is what would have happened. Yes. Were it not for that one moment where continuity shifted, yeah, this is like a branch off of that continuity, and they were right. willing to publish it. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. It well, because it kind of could have happened anyway. Right, now. exactly. But I'm just saying, like in huh. light of that, like that could be something that happens with Tom King's ending. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if he had more story, yeah. here it is. Now, what's interesting about this is like Neil is like, he's like, you know. People like would ask me when I would go there, like to cons and like you know, like do interviews and stuff. They'd be like, Neil, like you know, would you ever want to write for Superman or anyone like that? And he's just like, but, I did, but I did. <laughs> like when? Where's the issue? Yeah, exactly. It's in a drawer but, like, that they threw away. As he was writing the forward for this, he had this moment where he was thinking about the fact that he's like, what could have been had he written this and had this come out? Oh, yeah. He might have continued writing these, mm. and he's like, he'd already started thinking up ways to fix what had happened to the Green Lantern Corps at the time. Oh no! Because they were in shambles and, and such, and he's just like, and he, not that he shared that necessarily, but like, mm -hmm. what could have been? Yeah. Right. That's what this is. Uh -huh. What could have been? He should do that. He should write a whole alternate history. <laughs> yeah. He's so over that at this point. <laughs> right. I'm sure. He's so far beyond that. But um, so here we go. This is. The Legend of the Green Flame was retitled to that so that it could exist as its own. But you need to know where this came from in order for it to make any sense. Right, gotcha. Right, right. So this story actually begins in 1949. As they often with do. With a prologue. Oh. We see two gentlemen. Um, they're from the Blackhawks. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the Blackhawks? They're like a, like a super like crime fighter team from the 40s oh. kind of era. I've never yeah. heard of them. Yeah. They fly planes. Yeah. Oh. Steven Spielberg optioned them as a movie. Chen and Yenos had been drinking. Okay. Yenos is particularly like drunk. 
and they decide that they heard that there was a crazy weapon, like Nazi weapon or something like that, down in this like busted building because it's 1949, things are still in shambles. Yeah. Okay. We're clearly somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Seemingly. Anyway, um, they come across this like gruesome scene of like bodies, like but they're skeletons. Yeah. Mm. Skeletal bodies, right? Okay. Yeah. And there's Nazi paraphernalia all over the place. There's also feathers. And um, Chen notices in the corner there is a lamp or a lantern. It's a green one, by the way. Uh -huh. And he picks it up and he's just like, there's something about this. I feel like I, I know this. I feel like I'm familiar with this to some degree. It's like something like my, my father, my grandfather said, like a story he once told me. And he's like, does his name Chang mean anything to you? Mm. And Green Lantern fans, or at least Alan Scott fans, should recognize that Chang was an um, ancient Chinese myth, essentially. And he took the meteorite that broke off from a piece of the star heart, which was all the magic that the, like, Guardians had pulled out of the universe. They were against magic when they yeah. started the, the the core, basically. Mm -hmm. And Starheart, part of it broke off, and as a meteorite like landed on Earth, and he forged it into a lamp. It was later found like found by like a guy named Billings, I think, who turned it into a train lantern mm -hmm. looking thing. And Alan Scott finds it right okay. now. Here's the thing: it is the 40s. Alan Scott should have found it by now. Yeah. Mm. So I'm not sure if Neil's doing something interesting because right now Alan Scott's missing. Okay. Like he's disappeared. I think he's in limbo. Oh. Okay. Does that make sense? During this period? In Not the during 40s? the 49th, but like oh, during, but during the, this period in comics. Yes, yeah, because Yeah, well they're trying to like they're they're having an issue with the with with the multiverse, because the idea, of course, is that like Alan Scott and the Justice Society came from another Earth. Yeah, Earth yeah. Two. And then after Crisis One, yeah. they condensed them into one Earth and yeah. they were like, oh well now. The JSA isn't like an alternate counter to the Justice League because Superman, of course, was on the Justice Society. Right, right. So right, it doesn't right. make any sense now. So instead, they were like, no, there was a JSA in the past during like the World War II, basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Alan Scott should have been Green Lantern by now. Yes, exactly. So I'm not sure, honestly, if this why is. They, why he's not there, why, why they find his land. Exactly. I don't know if this is Neil the, well, trying to explain some other things. I think or? they're saying that this is the death of the JSA because you're seeing like feathers, so like Hawkman was a member of the yeah. JSA. Yeah. So it's probably like these are so the. like this, right after. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe, there like, is the also JSA. a um, Hourglass. Oh, yeah, that's Our Man. Yeah. So, like, yeah, no, these are relics of the JSA. Right. But it's interesting because, like, Hal will later on ask if anyone's heard from Alan Scott. Okay. So it's like he still knows? I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. So anyway, these guys find it and they take it and essentially that's all you need to know is that it was found and it was taken. And the Blackhawks recovered these artifacts well, just, of the JSA just the lantern, and the lantern. The lantern they in particular. just left the feathers. And just and left <laughs> everything else there. Uh, maybe they took some others. They're drunk. They're yeah. super drunk. Okay. And um, so those anyway. Those feathers are awesome. They, they right? They look, you might want those. They look, feathers. They look, yeah. they look great. They look great. So anyway, now we come back to like, you know, Presents. the 80s. It's the 80s. And um, it's the Daily Planet. Um, Clark's working on a, uh, a report. And he can tell or sense that Hal is in the building. He hears his heartbeat. And he's, he's a, like, you know, coming up to see him essentially. And he's like, I think he might have lost weight. But I'm not going to like spy on him until he gets here. I'll wait for him to actually show up. I'll, I'll try to be a, a nice normal person, right? Mm -hmm. okay. He shows up. He immediately knows that he's lost 13 pounds and two ounces. Or 13.2 ounces. That's what it what? is. What? That's a power Superman has? Yeah. Yeah. Can tell exactly how much someone weighs? I guess. At least you can tell, all right? Okay. So in this, in this, a photographic in this story, memory, I guess. people like Neil Gaiman, Alan Moore, and Grant Morrison like to really get into Superman being super at everything. Yeah. Right. Like Superman can have a photographic memory and yeah. can build things from that memory. Superman can like adjust his body chemistry. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. That like that, these kinds of writers like to that attempt. breaks 
Superman entirely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's relatability anyway. Yeah. So, okay. So, anyway. Um, so, basically, Hal shows up and he's like, oh, Clark's like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. And it's like, bullshit, Clark. You weren't surprised at all. You knew he was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew he was here. It's fine. Um, and he notes that, like, Hal Jordan's pulse is a little quick and his hands are a little sweaty. And, like, he's just, he's not right. He's a little off. Mm. And so he's like, Clark, you do anything tonight? And he's just like, nah, not really the usual. And he's just like, but I, you know, I got some time. What, you want to like hang out or something? You want to grab a burger? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, that'd be awesome. And then Lois Lane comes running up. She's like, hey, Clark, here's the thing. There is a Maltese Falcon at the Metropolis Museum exhibit. <laughs> I need you to go and cover it because I don't want to. It's cool. I'm, I'm busy. I don't want to yeah. do it. It was given to me and I'm giving it to you. Yeah, because it's yeah. a bullshit assignment and I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you should do that. And Clark's like, I kind of have a friend yeah. here. We're going to go. She's like, you don't have any friends. And he's like, she's like, that's fine because I got two tickets. <laughs> and they're like, cool. Do, Great. Do you mind? You want to see the Maltese Hal's like, Falcon? I don't mind. It's fine. Yeah. That's cool. We can, we can do that. You want to go do my job with me? <laughs> yeah, basically. So off they go to the museum they're going to take a walk through the park because it'll be a little more isolated so they can talk a little more candidly yeah mm-hmm. they can talk shop right and like basically clark's like hey sorry i couldn't like you know see you the last time you you called but like i had a lot going on mm-hmm. i just had a lot going on he's like no it's, it's fine it's cool and he's like what happened to that chick you were like dating and she was another greenlander she was an alien they're done the relationship's oh. over he's like clark's like uh. like he immediately regrets asking that question yeah it's like you might be super at everything but you're not a super conversationalist <laughs> no <laughs> i recall also she was a little underage so yeah, she was a teen it was, yeah it was, it was very complicated it was oh, bizarre God. so they're like, complicated i mean creepy so yeah well, she was an alien teenager though so maybe in their society that was hal's point and they were all like that's not the point hal <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if she was from here it would be weird so it's weird right exactly you're from here <laughs> exactly <laughs> fine don't bring her here because when you do you're under a <laughs> Rest. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're a space cop. You should know these things. That's true. So um, Clark's then like, all right, next topic. How's Ollie? <laughs> right. And he's just like, oh, we're not really hanging out anymore. He's busy now because he has Black Canary. Oh. So like, Yee. Clark's like, okay, strike yeah. two. Uh, what wow. did you just tell me what you want to talk <laughs> yeah. about? What's going on? Like, what's on your mind? And he's just like, here's the thing. I've been Green Lantern for a long time in this, in this region of space. I'm an interstellar cop, but like, yeah, I got all this power. It's a translator. It does all this crap, right? But, like, what am I really? Right. Like, the ring has all of this. Like, am I really that? Like, I have my ring, and, like, honestly, I think at this point the power battery on Oa is gone. It's been demolished. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's over, and, like, the core is, like, a handful of green lanterns yeah. that yeah. are on Earth, basically. Oh. And um, he's, like, he's lonely because, like, he used to be part of this huge Green Lantern court of like thousands of Green Lanterns. He was part of like the JLA. Yeah. yeah. And now he's not part of anything. No. He and like Ollie's gone. He doesn't have his like underage girlfriend. <laughs> Nobody will take his phone call. Yeah. But he's just like, I like he's just going down a spiral. Right. It's yeah. real bad. Yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't have dated that underage girl and maybe your friends wouldn't have decided to distance themselves I- from you. <laughs> <laughs> You should have tried a little harder it's in your book. Cautionary tale. Yeah. Um, so anyway, as this is going on, like Clark keeps trying to get his attention. He's like, "Hal, we're being mugged." And he looks <laughs> we're up. We're being mugged. And there's like a group of hooligans there, <laughs> and like they're like, "Would you like to take it?" No. How about you take it? They're going uh, back and forth yay. as to who's going to handle That's this fun. issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like he's like, "All right, why don't we just do it together?" And then like Green Lantern pulls out his ring. He immediately uses it. He flashes them, blinding them picks them up with little pliers and puts them into a cage, sets up a big sign, because the constructs will stay, saying oh, okay. like, police, stop here for muggers. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait, well, the construct can remain after he creates it? In this book, yes. 
I don't How are the know police going to get into that cage to get those people out? They're just going to have to try hard. <laughs> They'll use their willpower. Yes, it that's must, all you have to do. Maybe it decays after Over, over time? Yeah. Time. Because, like, and on top of all this, Clark's like, we should be discreet. Yeah. Right. And he's oh, like, that's very discreet. Yeah, and oh, Clark's yeah. like, this is not discreet. This is the no. opposite. Yeah, maybe not the neon maybe, sign. Maybe you're right about the decay thing. Light decays as it goes through distance. Maybe as it goes through time, the light, uh, hard light constructs, that is to say. How do you say. feel about that? Weakens. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, he's like, he's like, no, this is, it's, a, it's a very discreet sign. Sure. How else, they, mm -hmm. how else will they find them? So they go to the um, the exhibit. It's uh, the Falcon exhibit. Uh, that will start tomorrow, basically. But the press are allowed to come in. There's press packets for them. And basically, everything there is, like, typically some sort of newsworthy item, but also has an additional mystery surrounding it. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Should I get, get people into the, into the museum today? Right. Sure. Um, and so then, like, while they're there, like, Clark... Again, because it's his game and he's got these little, like, touches here. Yes. So, like, there's a guy walking around with champagne, and he offers him champagne. He's like, do you have orange juice? <laughs> like I don't. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. He won't, oh. yeah. He won't partake. Orange juice. Clark Kent. No. Smallville. Not. I have, I have club soda. I have. Yeah. <laughs> and water. So, then um, there's a woman who was hoping that that there was like going to be a pearl there that she really wanted to to see. To like a, look a sapphire, at, if you will. No, it's a pearl. Okay. Oh. It is very much a pearl. And she was hoping that just to see the pearl, and she liked the name of it. And like Hal's like, oh, hello, hello, my name is Hal Jordan. I'm How I'm here with you? a friend. And she's like, oh, I'm Selena Kyle. Oh no! Yay! Because don't forget, Catwoman is in the Action Comics Weekly. She has a little thing that's been going on, oh. right? So this is it. This is all you're seeing of her. Yeah, but this yeah. is removed Neil, far well, from the Action Comics Weekly series. So you're just picking this up for the first time. You're like, what the hell is happening? Right. But if you weren't, don't forget, this was supposed to be Action Comics number 642. Right. So this was going to kind of like sum up like a bunch of these all little stories in a way and bring this to a close so they can move on. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. But like coalesce but it all. Really, it was just going to like kind of sum up and, and change things over for Superman and Green Lantern. Those right. were kind of the two heavy hitters. Okay. So Neil wanted to at least drop some names yeah. into this. Yeah, yeah they're not. all part of the same yeah. world. Yeah, because she's he's well too. aware of this, If right? you know this long, complicated history about this series, then you're yeah. definitely going to like it. Yeah, by the way, in the same like sentence that she introduces herself as Selena Kyle, she's like, oh, oh, there's someone I have to go see, and she leaves. Like, mm. he's struck out with her entirely. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, Selena Kyle, goodbye. Yeah. I gotta be, like, over there now. <laughs> like, Bye. Don't talk to me yeah. anymore. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll come with you. No. No. You won't, no. like, fit. <laughs> There's not room. There's no room for <laughs> you there. Yeah. On either my left or right. So, uh, <laughs> thanks. You stay right there. So then, like, Clark shows up, and, like, he looks, like, you know, forlorn a little bit, and, like, he's like, how you doing, pal? And he's just like, I struck out. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. That's okay. She's Catwoman. <laughs> okay, she's a bad guy. You shouldn't be it's cool, don't worry about dealing it. with her anyway. So then they, they go down one of the wings of the museum. There's nobody there. And again, they're just kind of, they're chatting. He does an impression. And like, Clark thinks it's one impression. It's totally something else. Like, mm -hmm. Hal Jordan's just a mess. Yeah. Like, he just sucks. You can't do anything right. Right? You can't entertain Superman. <laughs> exactly. And like, he goes like, oh, I wonder how many people are here. And Clark goes, he's like, there's 832, including the museum staff. And he's like, Thank I you, just, Clark. Uh, I was speaking rhetorically. It's just so Clark's like an android. <laughs> it's like data. I believe, I believe uh, just, the parlance in this is called a dweeb. <laughs> yeah, he's also that. Yeah. So as they're walking along, all of a sudden Hal's like, whoa, 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 look at that. Yeah. And he sees the lantern. He's like, 
That oh. looks like Alan Scott's lantern. And like Clark mentions the fact that it was found in Berlin. Mm. This is the Blackhawks found it and it was placed here. Yeah. And he's like, can you can you like examine it? Can you like use your X-ray vision to like yeah, check like you just did to tell me an arbitrary factoid about this building? <laughs> no, he was just reading the yeah the, yeah he read oh, the thing oh about the, the, the number, number of people, people. Yeah. yeah oh is that a vision thing ability he has apparently he counted counting them all. really fast he's counting really fast I'll use my counting vision it's eight hundred and fifty uh, whatever exactly <laughs> exactly I'm 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 every carnival's nightmare <laughs> 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 yep. Um, so anyway, he examines it, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, that's weird. And then he's like, Gah! And like, he, he reels back. Oh, magic. And he's just oh. like, he's like, I looked into it, and it was like I could look into it infinitely. Oh. What? That's cool. And like, it really like messed him up. Yeah. And he's like, this can't be Alan Scott's lantern, though, right? What? Because like, Hal's like, Alan Scott had he his lantern it. up until a few years back. Hey, has anyone found out, like, from him, like, you know, like, what happened to, no? Okay. So, like, that totally gets, like, cut off, and um, he thinks that it must be an old power battery. Oh. Like, he's just like, oh, it just must be that. It just must be mm -hmm. an old power battery left here. This looks like Alan Scott's lantern. And he's like, maybe yeah. I'll use it, I'm thinking. What? So yeah. then Green Lantern uses his ring to like create a mental block against everybody there to come down that wing of the Right, hallway. just don't come near here. So like everybody ignores the fact that it exists. Okay. So like. That's a power he has apparently. What? Yeah, by the he way. He creates mental constructs as well. <laughs> constructs of the mind. But yeah. in the panel where he does that, you can clearly see the artist is like very obviously putting people he knows. Like yep. that's Neil Gaiman. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Neil Gaiman. Because don't forget, this script was done later on, so they got artists from later on to, yeah. to do this. So, cool. Anyway, um, so Green Lantern gets his costume going on, yep. and like he's and Clark's like, "What are you doing, Hal?" <laughs> like Clark's taking his like jacket off. He's yeah, like, are no, we I'm getting? Gonna, are we doing this? Are we? Are we? Are we power? Are we, we superheroing? Super is this happening? Are, are we? Are we, are we, are we heroing here? And he's like, "Here's the thing: it, if there's a power battery left, it's my job to like." help the other lanterns, right? Who don't exist anymore and don't have their power like any longer. Like, so I need to investigate this. So okay. I'm gonna do that, right? Cause he needs to feel good about it. He needs to have done something. He needs to win. Right? Is this, is this Green Lantern, sorry, is this Green Lantern who doesn't need a power battery himself? It turns out like it's like in him, I think at this point. Cause uh, I think his power battery also was destroyed. Yeah, they were all. Yeah, because for, oh, for yeah. a while it was like the Green Lantern ring only lasted 24 hours. Yes. And then it was, it lasted until the power was depleted. And now I think it's, he's good. Right. Right. But everyone else is not. That's why. Well, except he wants for like this. this handful of individuals. I think something yeah. happened when the power batteries destroyed. A bunch of rings were also destroyed. Okay. I believe. And he's like, "Hey, Clark, have you ever seen me do my oath?" And Clark's like, "No." So he does the uh, oath, you know, in Black as Day. Have you seen me say "up, up, and away" when I fly away? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Jeez. You can imagine, probably. Right? Yeah. So he's bright as day, black as night, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So he does it. He goes Green Lantern's light. And all of a sudden, they're enveloped in a green flame. Oh. Which is very not what happens. No, like, yeah, that's not supposed to happen. Destroy the building there. Right, and it like blasts Clark's like outer vestments off, thus revealing his Superman. Yes. Yeah. And we go to chapter two, done by a different artist. Oh. Um, which is actually, I believe, the artist who did the covers for 1602. Yes. And, um, they end up in basically purgatory where they run into dead man. What? Wow. They died. Basically. What? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they got blown well, up. Well, going, Hal. So, I like. Guess it was a trap? Yeah, dead man shows up and he's like, dude, you're Superman. Hey. You're dead. That's cool. And you're Green Lantern. All right, nice. Welcome. Right? Like, so I'm guessing that if you two are here, then more than likely, you're not going to like the answer as to how you got here. 
Anyway, <laughs> so they kind of have a conversation about that. They don't know who Dead Man is okay. necessarily. Mm. They're like, "Who are you?" Right. They don't normally see him in his outfit, right? Like floating around, and like he's just like he ends up like saying like, "You know, this is always the kind of questions I get. Like as soon as someone sees me here, like that's what they do. They never like, hey, Boston, how you doing? What's going on?' <laughs> so they don't know who you are, Boston. <laughs> yeah, jeez." <laughs> So like he's like sometimes I wish I had like some paper that I could write down like the like here's like the lowdown on what's happening like right you're Just give you the pamphlet yeah yeah, yeah. so you're saying dead. the same thing over and over yes so you're dead what now <laughs> so Brand's like well you'll figure it out like usually <laughs> like you know you'll you'll be fine you'll figure right. it out right so he goes, I don't really have time he goes to leave and you get this kind of cool looking image of Superman standing there stopping him because right. he can still fly here yeah uh-huh. and he's just like. Hold on. No, you're gonna explain. You gotta, you gotta some stuff to answer here for. And he's like, "You're probably dead. Right. You probably died, guys. Like, I, I don't like, like, and where you go from here, I don't know. Heaven, hell, someplace else, I don't know. You're not very useful, dead man. <laughs> what would you say you do here? I, I'm like the Walmart greeter of the afterlife. <laughs> Hello, come on in. Yes. Initially useless. Ultimately, not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is a tangent, but you know what they originally hired those greeters for? Uh, security, right? Yeah. Because they, they it's a psychological. Like security someone measure. said hello to you, they acknowledge your yeah. existence. Yeah. Well, because they didn't want to spend money on like insurance and security officers. They used to have a greeter and a security person. Right. But then they like found this. out like it was more of a problem to get people like to actually enforce security. Right. And they scaled that back. And so they like basically just said like, oh well, we'll just give it to the greeter. Yeah. And the greeter was gonna be like, yeah, and and well, then, just like you think someone's watching you because someone said hi to you. That's why it used. Yeah. There was a really there was a period in time where if you went to a Walmart and you were suspected of of theft, they would send an employee to follow you around and offer you help. Yes. <laughs> to keep you. Yeah, to keep you from narrow. stealing. Yeah. So dead man is just purgatory security. Right. He's just there to keep he's just Superman there. Well, I mean, he also exists there, and he is a, a hero in his own yeah, no, it's version true. of things. Yeah, in the grand, but he's not doing anything heroic here. No, no, but like he was in the DC Comics Weekly, or yeah, the Action okay. Comics Weekly, so here oh my he God, is. God, he was in that too? Yeah. Jeez. I just figured he'd use him because Neil Gaiman can't help himself and has to use friggin' characters like dead man. No, he was <laughs> part of it, so he uses them. He's got to use weird characters. No, exactly. No, but later on, like he mentions in his, like, uh, his forward thing that because he wrote this, there's a joke here that he tells that he uses later on in oh. another book he like uses that same joke yeah he's like I I, I, I I couldn't help myself I stole a joke and From returned myself. it and ter- yeah. returned it to Boston Brand it oh because like, it was rightfully uh, his to use that's funny and I was like that's cool fair enough so anyway he's like you're dead and Green Island's like but what could kill Superman right and Superman's like well it's either kryptonite or magic right and like Hal's like I didn't or, or, he, or Clark goes I didn't feel weak around it so I'm guessing it's magic right yeah Yep. So like they're like, what do we do now? Yeah. And he's like, well, you keep you keep going through the mist. Eventually, you'll find like a light, right? The deeper you go, and then I don't know. Like I've never. I've, I don't know how it goes. I'm a ghost. Well, he's not allowed to go that far. Yeah. Uh, he, she doesn't let him. No. And um, he's like, you said we were probably dead, and he's just like, well, I mean, like occasionally people just kind of pass through here. Okay. Like they just like you know either for like a heart massage, something like uh, that, right? Uh, like. Honestly, like they're superheroes, so sure it could happen. You know right? What I mean, yeah. I'm like maybe so. Superman, you'll be here a lot sooner than you think. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it. It's coming. And how you too, actually. <laughs> so anyway, then Green Island's like, you know what? Maybe I could use my ring to send us back to our bodies. Oh, like to tell us to to go back to our totally bodies. Cheat death. And like he's, yeah, he's like, I don't know if it probably is not going to work. Well, because like, is the ring even here? 
It's on his hand. He's looking at it. Yeah, but like, is it a manifestation of the ring? Like, what about my dead body? Is no, that what is it really? So, what am I really? Well, don't forget, if the ring is possessed by magic, then it could uh, be there. Right? Yeah, because it's, it's magic. It's all magic. So then, like, he's like, you know what? It, yeah, I maybe I, I, it's worth a shot. I yeah, think. And like, it, do it. And like, Clark's like, fine, Hal, give it a try. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm like, yeah. No, all of your ideas have worked so far, uh, so well. You know, I'm yeah. just. You know, look where You're we really are now. really a thousand right now. So he uses it, and like Clark goes, it couldn't get any worse. And they poof away. Oh. And he's just like, and Dead Man's like, okay. Well, nope. Bye. Oh. By the way, can it get any worse? Yes. <laughs> and the next chapter is literally like, I think, what Gaiman and Mark Waite originally had thought would be such an interesting idea. And it truly is. Like, I find it to be a phenomenal next chapter. Except after the interlude, I forgot about it. <laughs> I forgot that. Well, okay, so Gaiman decides to throw in a, a, an interlude because it's Neil Gaiman. Yes. Uh -huh. And he wants to throw the Phantom Stranger in there. Why not? Sure. <laughs> Get him in there. So the Phantom Stranger's in there, and basically he lives in the apartment that's gifted to him by the Lords of Order, yep. and he's going to leave it. And they're all, like, oh. upset. And they're like, you can't do that. And he's like, watch me. I can do whatever I want. I'm, I'm, I'm Judas leaving. or something. Yeah, because like he didn't have a name. And it's then complicated. It he's Judas, but I think at this point he doesn't. Like, no, like, well, it, it, the Phantom Stranger could be Judas Iscariot or a number of other things yeah. that are not related to the Spectre, who is the Angel of Death, kind mm. of. Yeah. But he's he's ethereal. Yes, essentially. <laughs> he's also used in Neil Gaiman's Books of Magic. Yes, of course he is. But like, I think it's because of his experiences delving into this for a Naturally, little bit. Yes. Uh -huh. So we hit chapter three. This is Oh, that was it? Yeah. Like, Phantom Stranger's like, I'm going to move out. They're like, oh, I hope you don't. He's like, I will. He'll be back. Uh -huh. um, so I bet I do. I bet he, I bet he comes back. Um, so the next chapter is the chapter that I think Neil Gaiman must have originally pitched to Mark Wade because uh -huh. it is, it's a genius chapter. Where did the ring send them? It sent them to hell. Yeesh. Okay. Which is really objectively cool. And like the, the thing that like Gaiman says, he's like, this is not Sandman's hell. This mm. is pre-me writing this. This is the hell that Alan Moore refers to. Oh. Cool. Okay. Putting that out there for you. So anyway, what we focus on here at the very beginning of it is we've now put Superman in hell. Yeah. With all of his super senses. Ugh. So he hears and sees everything and it essentially puts him in like a catatonic state because he doesn't know what to do yeah wow. yeah he wants to help everyone yes and he can help no one mm. that's kind of allegorical isn't it like didn't, didn't jesus go to hell isn't that the idea uh i remember hearing like that uh, in catholic dogma in catholic he goes dogma, to hell he goes to hell to free those uh, to, who, who don't know the proper way yes, to like to, to well, pray to free people who uh died before he could Came. come mm -hmm. and yeah. save them so could it so, be like, moses like, and so it's the way for like moses to go to heaven yeah even though exactly he died before even jesus though he didn't existed. know the true lord's prayer yes. like I, I think that that could be our allegory where it's like superman because superman doesn't belong in hell no not any way you slice it mm -hmm. and he's not really doing anything no <laughs> No, but like, so he's he's there and like, we go through each of the senses. I hear a woman sobbing, mm -hmm. saying it wasn't a sin. I loved him. It wasn't a sin. Mm. And then he hears her throat slit and he hears the gurgling cries continue. Oh. And then he hears it heal again and it and her moans redouble. Okay. And, he, and he can smell the 
burning skin and blood and urine and the scent of hate and fear and despair. Yikes. And he can see with his x-ray vision the black grubs burrowing in human skin and people drowning in fire and ice and like people being eviscerated. Yikes. And like all he can do is weep. Right. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's cool. And all he says is all I all I can see. And I'm like, that's insane. So he's just floating there. Yeah. And like Green Lantern's like, okay, Superman, you need to snap the hell out of it because yeah. like I kind of need. has gone bye bye. Yeah, I kind of need you right now. And that's when a hellish bird arrives. Cool. Now this was meant to be the demon Etrigan was meant to show up. Aww. However, he was no longer part of anything like concerning Action Weekly or wasn't around anymore. I can't remember what Neil says in the beginning of this. Okay. So Neil's like, that's cool. I'll just make up my own thing. So Damn, I, he's just been like, I don't care anymore. Who cares? But he was trying to stay within like, Neil Gaiman typically respects the continuity of things that came beforehand. Right, like, but he's writing a script for a book that doesn't exist anymore. No, he, he wrote this script for well, a book that was coming to an end. At the time. Yeah, but it's over now. Now it, that it could be its own thing. No, no, this right, is but, the script he wrote, But, though. like, he knew that the continuity was... Well, he didn't change... You know, he wasn't going to change the script after, like, when it was actually published, he would not change it. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but, like, you know, he... But there, he should. There he, were years between. Right, but he wanted. He's like, this is the script. But this I is wrote. the script I wrote yeah. for the time that it was in. Exactly. So he's you can like, you can actually take this and put it back. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, well, and read it in that order. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if you wanted to, kind of. Um, so anyway, it is a like rhyming sonnet speaking bird who's like, ah, <laughs> oh, what luck! I found two like. It's, he's looking for food, basically. Okay. He's like, nice, got you. And like, he starts attacking them, right? Okay. And like, Green Lantern's like, this is insane. I don't believe in hell. I don't believe it's, in any of this. Oh, this is insane. This has to be. <laughs> he's like, this has to be a delusion or a hallucination. Sure. I don't know, right? As he's like freaking out about this demon bird, <laughs> there is an entire boat of like demons coming <laughs> for them. And they're okay. all talking about the parts they're going to consume of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, as that's happening, like we go back onto Superman's head, and like he's just like, he's like, all like I I I just I curse my eyes and I curse my senses and I wish I could shut them off and I can't. And he's like, what's worse is I want to help them, and I realize that they don't want the help, mm -hmm. that they're here because they want to be. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, this is awesome, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's just like ah. So anyway, like as he's listening and, and hearing like uh, to all of that, like Green Lantern's also asking for help, and like Clark can't separate the screams anymore. Sure, yeah, yeah like yeah. he just can't separate it. Yeah. So the bird like bites into Clark, mm. and that causes Green Lantern to be shaken off of like Soup's like legs, because okay. like he was kind of the thing that was like a life raft for uh -huh. Green Lantern. Like okay. Soup's <laughs> just kind of floating there, and like. Green Lantern's just falling, right? And he's just like, this is impossible. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I can't believe that this would happen. I, the ring has got to get us out of here. It has to do something. Like, come on. Yeah. As he's falling and the ring is activating, the ship, the pirate ship full of people, sends an anchor and it, like, just plunges into Green Lantern's chest. Oh, my God. And, like, they're going to reel him in. <laughs> and as they're reeling him in, the, 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 the lantern, like, or the ring poofs them out of there. Oh, and then the like big demon that was in charge of everything on the boat grabs the bird Oops. and like because basically they're going down now and like when they splat below it's gonna take him years to reform his body mm. and he's just like but I'm gonna you're gonna pay for it bird and he kills the bird to eat it as sustenance starting with its eyes and you see it like a claw going into the eye oh and it bursts. Oh my gosh! Right. Cool. 
That's crazy. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. I'm like, so then we have another little interlude where we see the Phantom Stranger arrive at the party, and he realizes that something's going on with, with Green Lantern and right. Superman. Right, because the construct remains, yes. just like it did with the exactly. Sign, and so, so he mm. sees it. Also, the, the, the ring is still there. It, you can see it. Like, okay. So, so it's the ring in, in Hal's mind yeah. in hell. Kind of, yes, because they are like spirits, basically. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we see them like in this long place, and there's like a big green fire there, and something is talking to them. And then, like, he, it says, like, ah, the alien and, and the, the, the one, the Owen Pawn. That's what mm. he calls him. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, they're damaged, and I'll fix them. So, like, he, uh. he, like, writes them, basically, okay. right? And they get up, and they're like, what the hell's going on? I, I, and that this is when Superman, like, confesses to Hal that like he couldn't like he feels he's I'm sorry I couldn't help you. Yeah. He's yeah. just like I, I let me tell you what happened here. He's just right. like literally like Superman's trip to hell could have forever changed who Superman was to some degree. Yes. And yeah. I'm like that's yeah. no nope, can't use it. Yeah. Yeah. So then like Superman looks up and he's like, where are we? Mm. And there's like a big green fireball in front of them, yeah. like very Wizard of Ozian yeah. looking, right? And so I was like, to be honest, Clark, I don't care anymore. Uh, I just, right. I don't care. Hell. I just, yeah. We're not in hell and I just want to go home and I shouldn't have done anything uh. and whoops. Yep. So then like the thing starts talking to her person itself as one. It's like, one is sorry, Hal Jordan, for, for sending you to hell by accident. Like that was not where it meant to send them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, oops. That's a hell of an oops. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't end up at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, well, in hell. Yeah. I know so. it's hardly distinguishable, but still. Yeah, let's, let's try that one again. <laughs> Without the oops this time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Without the oops. So he's like, he's like, who are you? And he's like, one is the flame, Hal Jordan. I, I am the flame. And he's just like, is this, and Clark goes, is this a, is this a dream? Like, what, what the hell is going yeah. on here? He's like, this yeah. is not a dream, alien. Like, this is real. Uh, like, stop, I. Can you, you stop calling me an alien? He's, yeah. he's like, you're an alien. I'm sorry. Well, what are you, human flame? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, shouldn't we both be aliens if you're from another planet from <laughs> either one of us? Right. And he's like, you've entered the heart of magic. And he's like, oh. why? He's like, because I brought you here. Right. I'm like, okay. Well, right, that so you're really just going to give me non-answer. Okay, well, you're magic. You're going to, you're going to talk in riddles anyway. Then he gives us a little history lesson. He's like, 40 million years ago oh, when we'll the Owen there. creators, you know, made their great battery, they purged magic from it. Mm. This happened, this is what happens at the beginning of the universe, the Green Lantern Corps. And that's where the Starheart, you know, came about, right? Okay. And like, basically, the Starheart existed, it sent a little part of itself off, it kind of became like a meteorite as it went through space. It also tangled in with a, an evil spirit oh. named Yalen Gurr. So let's just keep that in the back of your head. But it mentions <laughs> the fact that it's like, hi, I landed on Earth. This guy named Chang found me. He, he made me into a lamp. And uh, there you go. And he, he says that Chang is the one that made it into the lamp that you see before him. But I've also heard that there was another guy involved who was mm. like crazy and made it into the standard train lantern, lantern looking thing. So sure. whatever. And then like, from that, you know, there was the ring, and then like it just starts like saying like rings and lamps and lamps and rings, and, <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, and like, well you're cool, freaking so out. So you're totally fine, yeah, right? So like Hal's like, sweet, you you're the like you're the the, the power that Alan Scott had. Like, is that like are yeah. you the lantern? Right? Are right. we in the lantern? In the like, lantern? what are we doing? And it's like I think yeah, we're in the lantern. Yeah, it looks like it. We're, yeah, I we're guess we're in the so. lantern. Yeah, and he's just like, did he own you? And he's like, one is not owned. Right. He's like, Alan was my slave, oh. as you will be. Oh, like I'm. You're gonna, you're gonna take your oath with me, oh. and uh, then I'm gonna control you, and that's gonna be cool. And, you know, we're, well, we're, I don't want to take that. It's gonna oath. be great. <laughs> and like, and like, Clark's like, 
What do you mean he'd be your servant? I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. That no, Alan Scott was like, what do you mean he was a slave of the lamp? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, he, he's cool. And like <laughs> the flames, like, no, 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 it's just figure of speech. Huh. It's a hell of a figure. It's yeah. totally fine. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, yeah. it's a uh, translation error. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And he's like, here's the thing. He's like, Hal, it's time to abandon science and embrace magic. Okay. Mm. Let's do that, right? Right, yeah. And like, and like Hal's like, I'm not doing that. No. And it's like, from this adventure, in a way, like, Hal is kind of somehow reinvigorated. Like, mm. like he remembers, I think, what it was to be a lantern, in a mm. sense, and like, what that meant. Yeah. Okay. And like, the flame's like, that, okay, so that I'm, I I'm, I'm every parent. That wasn't really a question. It was more like a "you're gonna do it." Yeah. Right. Okay, that was an order. Sorry. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm. And then all of a sudden, the Phantom Stranger shows up. And he's like, "I'm also in the book." Sup? Hey guys. They're looking for you. Hey. Um. He's like talking to the flame. He's like, "You don't have that kind of power. Oh. You can't do that." Oh, he's just no. trying to scare him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, "Hal, you have to like use like the strength that Alan Scott had to tame it. You have to do it." Oh. And like the flame's like, "Don't listen to him." Mm-mm. Don't no like everything's just like he had zero plan beyond wow. getting him here right wow he did not count on Clark being there and he no. did not count on the Phantom Stranger or showing up Hal being obstinate in any way exactly yeah. exactly that's, see that's another Wizard of Oz yeah sort of. right pay no attention to the man right, no, 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 well, no, no, no listen to him no we're gonna get a small blue guy with a ponytail in the background with pulling levers <laughs> no 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 Hal's like right. Alan Scott, and he's like, I'm gonna use his oath. Oh. And so he uses the Alan Scott oath, which is, and I shall shed my light over dark evil, for the dark things cannot stand the light. The light of, and the flame's like, no! Don't do it! <laughs> he's like, Green Lantern, and he does it, and it extinguishes the, the green evil. flame. Yeah, yeah, the green flame, right? And then the Phantom Stranger, like, takes them out of where they were, and they're back in the room. You've and done you, it, right? congratulations. And you, and you see Clark, yeah. And Green Lantern's standing there in, like, you know, grayscale. And then the other two in the background. Right, they're petrified. Yeah, so, like, they're, like, stuck in time, basically. Uh-huh. Like, they're, you know. Okay. And, like, the Phantom Stranger's like, well, I'm just going to take this lamp. <laughs> yeah. You guys can't be trusted. Yeah, this thing's yeah. dangerous. I'm going to I'm going to chant. Yeah, it's like, mm. And then Clark is like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. How do we get back into our bodies? <laughs> What's happening? And who are you, Phantom Stranger? <laughs> right. He's like, how often am I going to get this opportunity? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. What's your real name? And he's well, just, that's a story for another time. Right? No. He's like, here's the thing. Hal's ring is now free of magic. It'll be able to actually get you back into your bodies now, just like Hal thought it might have before. Yeah. Oh. And punch anyway, he's I'm just sure. like, as to who I am, I'm a friend, Kal-El. He says oh. that. I've seen him say that before. That's funny. He's like, and when you, when you need one most, when you most need one, or whatever. Oh. Okay. Oh. And, he's, and he just leaves, right? Well, what about that time when I'm beaten to death by a rage monster made of bones? <laughs> I, can't, I can't help you with that. Fair no, enough. I know you aren't going to die then. You're actually in a coma. Yeah, you're totally in a coma. Right, you're so going to really need you. The Phantom Stranger knows all and doesn't. Yeah. And is kind of busy sometimes. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. You'll survive. Yeah. Technically. So How about at least having Wonder Woman show up in that fight? Nah. No. 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 Only no. Blue Beetle. Yeah, it has to fine. go that way. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You'll know what I'm talking about. I'll save you a different time. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so then, like, <laughs> so, like Clark and, like, is looking at Hal, and he's like, Hal? Is this going to work? And yeah. he's like, I don't know. I don't know. So far, nothing's Swag. gone the way I yeah. thought. So far, it's been going great. Yeah. yeah. So ring. then, all of a sudden, everybody at the party realizes there's another ring that they could go and explore. They they go yep. down there, and they start looking at whatever. And we see Hal and Clark leaving together. Yeah. And, like, he's just like, I need some air. 
Like, yeah. Woo, that was messed up. Like, yeah. He's like, how's like, did that happen? Clark's <laughs> right? like, it did. It did. It, it can't happened. unhappen. I was there. We both experienced it. Yes, exactly. Me more than you, really. Yeah. And like, so then Clark tries to bring it back around. He's like, we were, we were talking about your problems before all this like crazy shit happened. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. And he's just like, well, he's like, I think that basically he changed his mind. And like Clark's like, you changed your perspective based on what just happened. Yeah. yeah. Is that, that kind of situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like. He realizes that like there's a whole universe out there and there's a lot more friends and like he, he realizes that like he needs to be the be the change he wants to see. Right. You know what oh, I mean? I like he it could be worse. I could be in hell. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I could exactly. be impaled by a freaking bird. Or yeah. A giant horrible anchor bird. Thing. Right. Oh yeah, the anchor. Yeah. So then they like fly around for a minute and like they're gonna part ways and like they shake hands and like Clark goes, Hal, if you ever need to talk to someone, you know my number. Right. And it's like, I'm not going to pick up just like last time. <laughs> you know my number. You called it last time I failed you. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry. He's like, I appreciate that. And then like Hal sitting there like wondering what Clark ex- like experienced because he only got like a portion of what yeah, it was. Yeah, Clark didn't probably go into it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't suppose I'll ever know. And I don't think I want to. Yeah. To be no. perfectly honest with you. And then like <laughs> Hal goes, take care, big guy. The place is all yours. If you see what I mean. And like it's Neil Gaiman giving you a wink because as they're like parting ways, they're parting ways in front of a theater that was showing Fatal Attraction, and there is a guy taking the the things down, and yeah. at the end it just says action, and basically it's a nod to being like Action Comics is returning, and it's gonna be about Superman. Right. I'm leaving you the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. I'm not in this book anymore. Right. <laughs> right. I'm going away. And cool. he's like later, and he leaves. Okay. And that's huh. how that was gonna be the new like status quo, basically. Okay. Yeah. That's really funny. It's like the camera like. Yeah, exactly. That's all. That's it. That's exactly what it is. So what what actually happens in the real issue is that Hal Jordan dies, but doesn't really die in a really stupid way. And then it's revealed. Well, it's revealed in that story that like when Abin Sir first came here. The ring went to Clark first. Oh. And was like, oh, you're an alien, never mind. Uh, Evan Sir's an alien. <laughs> then it went to like a bunch of other people. What? And oh, like it goes to different, like it goes well, to Bruce it was, Wayne's it was house. Good, it was going to potentially go to other people, and like Clark was like, oh, I know Hal Jordan. I've heard, I've written about him or whatever. You should pick him. Yeah. And then like what? Clark forgets everything. So then when Hal dies, it brings a whole bunch of other people. Like again, because it's gonna choose a new person. Okay. Like Nightwing's there, and uh, Guy Gardner's there. Okay. Oh. And um, but Guy Gardner's already a lantern. Yeah. So. Well, he did lose the ring at some point. And I think um, also John Stewart's there. Okay. Because John Stewart was like around during the time they just screwed him up from the get go. Yep. And um, basically, Abin Sir is like. Like, so, like still in the ring kind of okay. where like he's just like I'm so, part of the selection committee or whatever <laughs> and like basically at the end of the day like Hal Jordan realizes he should go back into his body and just like you know live Keep on going. and be and I'm like that is such a tame pale version yeah, of what of Gaiman was going to tell yeah so instead of like like <laughs> instead of Hal Jordan actually facing hell yeah right and a com- potential like complete like undermining and like changing of like his powers. Yeah. He's just like, oh, never mind. Like, he finds that he might be replaceable. Yeah. Yeah. Which in fact he is, of course. Right. Because then they do replace him literally right. with Kyle yeah. Rayner. So I think this is really cool because this is like literally this could have happened. Right. Yeah. And it could still happen. Like 
had it I watched not, it happen. I saw it happen. Right? Yeah. Right had there. it not been for one week's time period, yeah. this yeah. would have happened. Wow. Right. That's cool. Right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's so sad because, like, it, this had to get thrown out in service of a stupid idea. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be fun if people didn't know Clark's identity, like, back in the day? Right. Like, what? When he had to keep it a secret from his friends and yep. everything? Yeah. Like, yep. his superhero friends? And it's so frustrating because, yeah. like, they... No, they that didn't, sucks. They didn't even really <laughs> bury that too, like, deeply. I remember they were trying to, like, do the whole, like, Superman, Batman, don't know each other thing during yeah. the post-crisis era. They kept that going for, like, maybe five issues before they were like... <laughs> Oh, no, they know each other now. Like, they didn't even last. Yeah, I had the issue where, like, Superman gives Batman, like, a like a photo album to analyze to find out something. And Batman's like, the only thing you can actually figure out from this photo album is that Clark Kent is Superman. <laughs> and then Superman says, well, so long, Bruce. And then the issue ends with Bruce saying something like, and I took all that trouble to lace my cowl with lead. And you're like, cool. That's how they find out. Yeah. Yep. Good thing you definitely held on to that story. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you, you literally could have done the story and just been like, and anybody being like, um, excuse me, but uh, Green Lantern and Superman have never actually met in their civilian <laughs> identities before. You could be like, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they oh, did really? in the book uh, you didn't show read. Show me the issue. Uh, it's in an issue that like you didn't read, and we'll just publish it later, and we'll retcon it. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay, well then that's fine. Yeah. Well, but like, to be fair, <laughs> up until that week, they they did. Right! Like, because like, as like Wade says, like, editors were doing the best that they could to make sense of the current continuity. Yeah, but they weren't really doing a good job. But they weren't really talking to each other. Yeah. And so when this happened, because I guess Carlin was the Superman editor. Yeah. Everything else had to fall into line. Which is kind of cool. I like that idea, but yeah. Right? But like... Literally, it went from that totally worked because Gaiman literally went back and like checked everything out that yeah. was happening up until that point. To that doesn't work at all, right? Yeah. To and actually so, throw it away. Yeah, but like the concept of Superman being in hell. Oh yeah, is like a real shame that this didn't. You should revisit it and just call the book Superman in Hell. Right, like that's really <laughs> what this is like for yeah. me. This is it's all about. That's so much better. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. Green Lantern, Superman, Green Flame. Yeah, exactly. Yes. No. Legend of the Green Flame. Right. The Legend, Legend of, of the Green, the Green. Flame. Green Lantern and Superman, an unrelated thing that is not connected to these two characters will bother them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because it's not even... No. Connected well, it's to the, connected tangentially yeah, to via the, legacy the other of character him. named yes. Green Lantern. Yes. yes. And it's connected Who doesn't to, appear in this book. No. Right, right, right. But it is the impetus to which they were able to go to hell. Sure. Right. But, like, really cool concept. That, like, Neat. little subchapter alone, the art's great for it. Yeah. That's, that's the book. The book, everything else, like, Superman and Green Lantern going to the gallery and doing some stupid thing that triggers, like, you, you literally just need it to be that, like, how about, like, the, the, whoever the, the, the leader of hell is <laughs> in DC, I don't remember, and the Phantom Stranger have a, like, actual, you know, like, the, the story of Job type situation where they bet that Superman could not survive a day mm. in hell, and then they send Superman to hell. Right. Like, you just the, all you need is the framing device to get right. those that that part. Exactly. But the Superman reason doesn't, uh, Superman doesn't succeed, by the way. He just gets to leave. Right. Yeah. But the reason that like this was written was to wrap up all of these like. Oh yeah. I know, yeah. I know, so I know. like. Yeah. Yes. The impetus behind the book is to, to service a a narrative conclusion yes. that otherwise no one would care about to do. Right. But. The actual interesting germ yeah. is this concept that isn't really fully explored. No, that like sure, why not? We why don't we just do that no. instead? But it is like it is worth the price of admission. Oh, yeah, totally. to read Gaiman's inner monologue for Superman in Hell. That's the kind of thing you wouldn't normally get. No, because normally they want to stretch it out into six issues. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you would never get his internal like thoughts. No, it's, it's no, just that, that, it's this is way cooler. So cool. Um, again, I paid a quarter for this. Yeah, I know, yes. right? For this forgotten story. <laughs> for this by forgotten Neil story written by Neil Gaiman. With the cover art, by the way. Yeah, the cover art is done by Frank Miller. Back when Frank Miller found really? digital coloring. This is this is straight up Dark Knight Strikes again, Frank yep. Miller. That is, I remember, I was like, that is Green Lantern from Dark Knight Strikes again. That is, that might be Lynn Varley so colors. Yep. Because like they're terrible. Not to say that she's a bad colorist. Actually, she was a great colorist in Dark Knight Returns. Right. But then she like discovered Photoshop and went completely ham yeah. on it. <laughs> oh, one other thing. Yeah. That's just kind of cool and fun. So like this story, don't forget they totally lost a copy of it. Yeah, they lost multiple copies. Yeah, of it. yeah, they could. Uh, thank don't God forget, someone doesn't untrustworthy. Well, I was gonna to... say in Sandman, there is in the Dreaming there is the library of works of like <laughs> of novels of fiction that are there that were not finished or not written by authors. Yes, like it was things that were, were could have been mm -hmm. that they thought about doing, and like the the. There is is like, this in there's that? an irony of it. No, it's not. Uh, because he didn't know he lost it at the time. Like, right, no, we knew right. it lost it, but like, yeah. you know, it both he in the forward and Wade in the afterwards, like, recognized that, like, Lucian, who was the keeper of that library, lost one the right. day they found the copy of it. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I was like, yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's still yeah, like, coming that was just together. for me. Thanks a lot. Yeah, uh -huh. thanks, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, um, if we cool. can find a version of this anywhere, we'll link it <laughs> down below. Yeah. Right. Go check it out. But um, if not, you know, go to your local comic book store and pay a quarter to get it. <laughs> yeah, find, you'll, you'll probably find it someplace. I yeah. don't know. It's so short. You, I read it maybe, like, like a half an hour. Right? Yeah. I've seen this book. I, 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 having seen this book in your possession and having seen many repeats in my travels through yeah. comic book stores, I've never seen it before. Hmm. So, good luck. <laughs> because I've literally never seen it. Right, but they published it in 2000, so I don't know. Go in the year 2000! In the year 2000! So if you want to see Neil Gaiman like trying to sum up a... A, a, a 25-year-old story! Well, a mistake that they... It's a mistake. <laughs> publishing a weekly comic. Yeah, what yeah, a... Of all, these, of all these little stories. It's funny, because yeah. DC would actually do that over and over and over I know. again. This, like, this, the idea for Action Weekly, or Action Comics Weekly, was that it was a bunch of vignettes, so it was a bunch of writers and, and artists they were trying to wrangle. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, They did a similar oh, thing with Spider-Man, when they, uh, they had, it was three times a month. Yep. And they had three different, like, writers and artists working on each story, or each book that, like, worked within the same story. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, this was just literally... I did not envy Steve Wacker for his editing. It was, <laughs> it, was it was impeccable. But yeah, so I I say give it a read. It's it's worth it, I say. Definitely, yeah, it's, no, totally. It's, it's fun. It's just a fun little, like, look into a different path that could have happened. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, like, since he says it was pre-Sandman, maybe Sandman wouldn't have happened if he was then picked up as a DC... Right? Yeah, right. no, yeah. if he had gotten Superman, the gig for action comics, and just kept right. going or with Green that. Or Green Lantern. Yeah, well, he, he would have gotten time. <laughs> <laughs> could have still squeezed out. Yeah, Sam he definitely could have still done Sam. Sam. There you go. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, that's it for us, guys. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. I'm Tiffany. I'm Sal. And I'm Ethan. Bye, guys. And I'll see you in hell. <laughs> nope. I nope. hope not. I don't want to do that.